Welcome to episode four of the Rooted Moms podcast, where we connect scripture to real life. I'm Brittany Marlowe, your podcast host, and I have with me a special guest, Tara McGill. Tara is the assistant director and groups coordinator for Rooted Moms Ministries. She and her husband, Jay, have been married for nine years and have two small children. When Tara isn't spending time with her family in the Blue Ridge Mountains, you can find her at Burn Boot Camp working out. She enjoys the outdoors, Target, and lunch dates with friends. Tara is passionate about seeing women find a community that holds them accountable to growing in their relationship with Jesus. Welcome, Tara. Hey, thanks for having me. So today we are chatting about friendships. I'm super excited. As busy women and moms, it can be hard to build and keep quality friendships when we have packed schedules and so much on our minds. So we'll discuss the guilt that that can accompany saying no to invitations, and how we can still be good friends while giving ourselves and others grace. And of course, we'll be tying in God's word into our talk today and how we can allow him to guide us in such an important area of our lives. So as busy moms and busy adults with kids and with our husbands, it's really hard to find um, time to be good friends and a quality friend. So why do you think it can be a struggle to be a quality friend as moms and adults? I think time is the Mm -hmm. biggest thing. I think that women feel guilty for not being quote unquote good friends. Uh, If we try to be a good friend to every person we consider a friend, then we would have no time for our family. And then of course that sets in the guilt of, oh, I'm not helping put my kids to bed. I'm not Mm -hmm. there every night to um, fix dinner or whatever, you know, our responsibilities are. Yeah. I think that guilt is a major thing. Like mom guilt is, it's just something everybody feels like if you're a mom and you don't feel mom guilt, tell me, tell me your secrets because I need to know. Right. And (laughs) we all go through different seasons in our life. So I know for me, I have friends who aren't married or don't have kids or they have older kids or they have younger kids or their kids are in college and they're kind of, you know, by themselves or ready to hang out all the time. And it's hard to make time for them when you're trying to make time for your husband, for your family, for yourself. And you're also, um, you know, you're working with someone else's schedule too. So you're trying to find like, Oh, I've got my kids tennis practice, my other child's cheer practice. And then you're having to talk to the other mom and she's like, well, my son's got baseball practice. And you're like, okay, we can meet maybe at 2 (laughs) (laughs) AM. It's funny that we're just talking about this. I mean, it's so funny what, how God works, but Like this week, Jessica and I haven't hung out in a while. Jessica is also a member of our organizational team. And um, she was like, let's try and get together this week. And I was like, yes, we have to. And we started going through our schedule and we're like, okay, I can do Wednesday. And she's like, I can't do Wednesday. (laughs) I I can't do Friday. She's like, I can do Friday. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) we have to figure this out. So after we drop our kids off on Thursday, we're meeting for coffee. And yeah, it's probably going to be much shorter visit than we'd like, but it still gives, gives us that quality friendship time without, you know, interrupting our family time. Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do to make quality friendships and still be intentional with time as busy women and moms? So I think before we dive into this question, it's really important to understand that there are different types of friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, since we're rooted moms and our logo is a tree, we're going to stick to the, (laughs) we're going to stick to the tree um, analogy. So you have, um, let me just stop right here and say, honestly, guys, when I heard this first, it really 
hurt um, because I like all of my friends. Um, I never want my friends to leave me, <laughs> but the reality is it does happen. You know, friends do drift apart and sometimes mm -hmm. it hurts. Sometimes, um, you know, it's, it's good. Uh, sometimes it's bad, but um, what I'm about to explain here has helped me not hurt as much because now I understand. Mm -hmm. um, so the first one is your roots. Your roots are your people that are closest to you, the core members of your support network, the ones who are with you through all seasons of your life. Now, the hard part is you may be thinking of quite a few people, um, but you really only usually have about two or three of oh, these wow. types of people oh, man. in your life. I know, right? <laughs> um, so as we take a look at Jesus's life, he had the 12 disciples, but did he take the 12 disciples to certain, um, certain intimate, uh, let's see, moments? No, he didn't. So the disciples in Matthew 17, Jesus only took Peter, James, and John up to the mountain to experience the transfiguration. He mm -hmm. also only brought them to Jarius's house to raise his daughter from the dead in Mark 5, 37. And you may not even realize who your roots are right now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, me, I've had my best friend since eighth grade. Yeah. Um, so I know, <laughs> I know my route. <laughs> there's one, actually, there's two, but that's only come in the last like five years um, yeah. or so. So they kind of change through like the seasons of your life, or I don't want to say that they change, but you might have roots, like you said, from like eighth grade, and you might have built a new friendship that's Correct. becoming a root. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So it doesn't always have to be like your roots aren't always these people that are from like way far back in your past. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You can make a root friend right now. Right. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the second type of friendship is going to be your branch. These people can look like roots. And honestly, this one is the hardest for me because sometimes these lines get blurred and you do feel like they are a root. Mm -hmm. And so you lean on them, but the problem is they're a branch. So when you lean on them, sometimes they break and they Ooh. break off. Uh, and that can hurt because again, you may be viewed to them as a root, yeah. um, but maybe something happened and they just can't, they're not willing or able to come into the season of life mm. with you um, yeah. that you're walking through. And so, yeah, that to me is one of the hardest friendships. Cause again, the lines just get blurred. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of, I mean, we've probably all had a lot of experiences with branches, especially now that you've kind of given us this visual and this definition, like you can probably look back in your life and be like, okay, that person was a branch, or you might be thinking of somebody right now. Who's like, oh, okay. I wanted this person to be a root for me so bad. And it's just, they're just a branch. And yeah. Maybe you kind of have to take a step back. Cause I know for me personally, um, even recently in the past couple of years, um, as my walk with Christ has been changing, I've started to realize who those branches are. And when I lean on them and they can't support me, um, it just kind of becomes obvious, like, okay, I need to step, take a step back. And I am a person who hates confrontation. I hate hurting people's feelings. 
Um, so this is really, really hard for me. So how do you know when it's time to take a step back from a friendship? How can we do this? Where do we start? I feel like that's kind of like the hardest question to ask yourself. For me, it took a lot of prayer Yeah, and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide me. Yes, Um, I agree. Um, I just want to add real quick to back to branches. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I made this clear, but those people are in your in your life for maybe multiple seasons. Um, but that's all, you know, they're not the difference between a branch and a root is the branches are only there for certain seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, long periods of times, but again, there's just that cutoff time, but yeah. How do you know when it's time to step back, um, or, you know, prune a relationship? Oh, that's Um, a good way of putting it. Good visual with our trees and branches (laughs) and roots. (laughs) It hurts sometimes, but I mean, like you said, prayer, um, you know, you want to make sure whoever you're hanging out with is somebody who is pointing you to Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that everybody in your life has to be pointing you to Christ, because of course, sometimes you're in their life to point them to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say sticking with prayer and asking the Holy Spirit to show you um, if this is a friend that is a branch and Mm -hmm. that does need to, um, drift apart, or if this is a friend that he wants you to, um, keep pursuing. Okay. Yeah. And I think that we talked, I don't know if you guys have listened to our boundaries podcast with Brenna Kurz, but it was really, really great. And I think that when you need to take a step back like this and you start putting up boundaries and you start kind of recognizing your priorities, like, you know, your children, and you'll have those friends who don't really, They just might not understand that like you have to spend this time with your children. You have to take them to the, these activities. You need this date night with your husband. Those branches kind of start to reveal themselves very quickly because they probably don't understand why you can't um, continue to cultivate the relationship with them or continue to just be with them all the time. Um, Like I know how to, I had a friend and um it was almost like I was being taken advantage of and I was allowing them to like, I was just, they needed my help all the time. And I was at their beck and call all the time. And it started kind of hurting my family and hurting my kids because everything was getting put on the back burner for me to help them. And it was just obvious that I needed to take a step back, but it took a lot of prayer and it did hurt. Um, But I think that, you know, we're still friends. It's just more of an acquaintance type friends and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So what is the third type of friend that we have? Yeah. So that third type of friend is a leaf. Um, these friends are in your life for very short seasons. When the wind picks up, they are gone. So, um, to me, when I think of these types of friends there, they are more acquaintances. Maybe you talk to them at your kid's school because you see them, you know, every once in a while for the parties that happen at school, or maybe it's your son's baseball team. And there's a mom that you get along with and y'all sit on the bleachers while they practice and talk, Mm -hmm. but it's not someone you sit there and tell your deep, deepest, darkest secrets and confess, you know, right stuff to. Mm -hmm. So not someone that you're going to sacrifice your family time with your important family time to get together, to make sure that you know, that friendship is growing like you would with a root friend. Yes. This is just a friend that like, 
oh yeah, like let's sit together at our kids baseball game and we're chat like, you know, your baseball mom friend, like exactly that is a leaf. And it doesn't yeah. mean that you're not, you know, still kind and loving and gracious towards them. Yeah. They're still important yes. in that season. Yeah. Uh, but you just have to realize that again, it's just that season for them and for you. So um, going back to your question, the original question was what can we do to make quality friendships and still be intentional with time as busy women and moms. So we can look at Jesus um, in John 15, verse nine through 15. We see, he says, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you that, or I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. You are my friends. If you do what I command, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. So in this verse, Jesus taught what he went on to model. And that's true friendship. You know, it's, yeah. it's love, it's sacrifice. Yes. I love this so much. And, um, I remember reading this and then there was, um, another verse, I believe it was with Abraham and I'll have to look it up so we can put it in our notes. I don't know if I have it on here, but, um, where Abraham, um, is like, now I believe that you are God and I can call you a friend or that he called Abraham a friend. And I remember reading that and being like, Oh, like how good it is to, for God to call us a friend. Like that is just one of the closest and best relationship that you can get is for someone to call you a good friend. And it all goes back to love and how he loved us first and how we should love those around us. And sometimes that love just looks a little different, like a root, a branch and a leaf. Yeah. But it still comes from the basis of love. Yeah. So how do you know who is worth the sacrifice? I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, but let's talk about it. Um, a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. So definitely prioritizing friendships and families. Um, so for me, uh, my root friend that I was telling y'all about, so she's a nurse. Um, she does work, but the night, the days that she doesn't work, um, she'll like pop in her headphones, um, and talk to me while she's cleaning the house. She'll be Mm -hmm. doing laundry and stuff. And so that's a way, I mean, we, we spend probably hours on the phone at least three times a week. It's kind of crazy. Um, but that's how we, I mean, we don't get to see each other as often as we would like, even though she's yeah. only 10 minutes down the road from me. Um, so that's one way we stay connected and it doesn't mm-hmm. take away from our responsibilities at the house. Cause we can still get everything done. Um, let's see. She, and when I say, I know not everyone stays at home. Some people do. some people (laughs) go to work so how do you balance the work and friendships so when I was working I had a pretty long commute so Mm -hmm. I would call her and talk to her on my way to work um 
or talk to her on my way home from work. Yeah. And she does the same now when she did take a shift at, a, at the hospital, mm-hmm. she'll call me on her way home usually. And um, sometimes that does take away from my family time because it's usually around 7 p.m. or later than that. Yeah. Um, but that's a sacrifice, you know, and, right. and to me, she's worth it um, because she's been there mm-hmm. over many, many yeah. years. She's your root. Yes. Um, so another thing that we do is, again, not to take away time from family or our responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, we run errands together. So oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> we go grocery shopping <laughs> together. That's <laughs> so funny. I don't think I've ever been grocery shopping with a friend, Yeah, but it would probably make it more enjoyable. Oh, way, <laughs> way, way more enjoyable. <laughs> it's fun. And she'll show me like, oh, I tried this. I'm like, oh, let me try this. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are just, you. sometimes you have to get creative, especially yeah. if it's that root friend that you really want to invest in. Um. Yeah. And you want to make sure it is someone that your, you know, your root friend is someone that you want to invest in and mm-hmm. that they do invest back into you as well. Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. And then, you know, talking about more of like the leaves or the branches, maybe you're as far as prioritizing, maybe you have connected with a lady from your kid's school and you can see like a friendship there. And I was telling you Brittany earlier that sometimes friendships can feel like dating (laughs) in the adult world Um, they definitely do as adults yes I mean because really where do you meet new friends you usually meet them you can meet them at church you can meet them at your kids school Mm -hmm. you can meet them at work Um, a lot of it revolves around your kids like your kids activities your kids school like that's how you meet other parents who kind of are like just other women who have the same priorities as you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if it is that mom that, you know, her kid goes to school with your kid, then ask her, Hey, you want to go grab a coffee one day after we drop the kids off at school? Uh, and then that's a quick, you know, you can Mm -hmm. make that 30 minutes or two hours, however long you want that to make or to be. So, um, I think that's a really great way at prioritizing, you know, Mm -hmm. keeping that balance. Um, I think that's a good way to like, you have to remember that, you know, some friends are here for seasons and like friendships ebb and flow and they change. And sometimes a leaf goes from a leaf to a branch to a root. And that's kind of how you, I feel like how you, how you get to that. Like, you know, like you said, it's kind of like dating, like you, most people don't go on a first date with their husband and they're like, yeah. yep, we're getting married tomorrow. This is it. He's my root. Like, yeah. well, and honestly, going back to that friend um, that I've been talking about my root, like I said, we've been friends since eighth grade. We weren't best friends in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not best friends in the beginning. We did get closer as time moved on. We became roommates after high school. And I would say that's when we got the closest. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, you know, maybe that mom that is, um, like another room mom or something that you're meeting and you're like, Oh, we kind of have a couple things in common. She seems really nice. Like maybe we can get coffee together. And then you do that a little bit more often. And then you might feel like, okay, like she might be worth the sacrifice to 
have my husband babysit tonight and we'll go to dinner or we'll go on a girl's lunch date. And that's how you grow in your relationship. And you kind of start to figure out, okay, like we do have a lot of the same priorities because I think that's important um, in a root friendship is, is having very similar priorities. And um, it just just helps that friendship because she understands you know, she understands that you have a family yeah. as well because she has a family too. And she prioritizes her family as well. Right. Right. Um, how important is it to have friends who are abiding in God's word and encouraging your relationship to grow with the Lord? We've kind of touched on this a little bit, but, um, over here at rooted moms, you know, we are all about that life giving community and, um, having friends like who are roots and, um, that's part of your community. And I think there's many places in the Bible where God talks about how important it is, um, that you surround yourself with God fearing people. And just like our children, it's so easy to be swept up, um, and changed by those who we surround ourselves with. So when Tara and I got together and we decided we wanted to record a podcast on friendship, um, And one of the first things that came to mind was this question. And, um, it made me think of lot and, um, he lived in a city that was terrible, that God ended up totally and completely demolishing. And even though he had a heart, so, 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 so much after Jesus, um, just being on the outskirts of this city, like, I don't even think he lived within the city, like the middle of the city or anything like the city center being on the outskirts of the city. Um, it was so easy for his family and his children to get swept up into how terrible the city was and how terrible the people were. And, um, so I think it, I think it's really important for us to have those friends that, um, encourage us and, um, also abide in God's word, just like us. I mean, it just kind of goes along with what we've been talking about and having those friends who kind of have the same priorities as you. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it is so easy to be changed by those around you and to, I don't know, like every day I wake up and I sit down and I read my Bible and I have my quiet time and when you have friends who don't do that, like that can so easily be changed. Those little habits can so easily be changed. And then where are you? Yeah. You know, you're not growing anymore. Um, but we've also kind of talked about that. It's important to know that like, you may be the friend who leads the others to Christ. So you kind of have to find a balance. Like it's super important to find that balance. It's going back to what we were saying earlier, just really pressing into God and asking him what, what does he want this friendship to look like? Mm -hmm. Does he want you to keep pursuing it? Um, do you need to lay it down? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I think it's important to not just ask yourself, like, are your friends encouraging to grow in God's word, but like, are you encouraging them? Yeah. Like friendship is such a two way street and you have to be that person for somebody else. You have to be that root for somebody else just like they are to you. And it's important for you to realize that you're not a root for everybody. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) And you can't be a root for everybody um, because then you're stretched thin again. Right. Yeah. Um, But there's a couple of um, verses that I wanted to share 
that just went along with this thought, um, Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so, so one person sharpens another, which is one that we love over here at Rooted Moms. And it's just a reminder, like, are your friends sharpening you and strengthening you? And are you doing the same for them? Um, again, it's just such a two-way street. And um, Proverbs 13, 20, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. That I actually read that verse this morning and I was like, Ooh, that like got me that it feels so harsh, but it's just so true. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap up terror, is there anything that you want to add anything that you want to say or encourage our listeners with, you know, I feel like we talked a lot about friendships and, uh, well, I mean, that is what the whole entire podcast was <laughs> about. Uh, I just want to encourage you to start thinking, like, if you are wondering, well, who is my root friend or who are my branch friends or who are, who's a leaf that may become a root, mm-hmm. um, you know, ask God to show you those relationships to invest in. Yeah. And um, if you're needing a place to find people, mm. of course, because I am the Rooted Moms <laughs> Groups coordinator, I'm going to have to throw it in here. <laughs> but um, we truly at Rooted Moms, our groups have become so close. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we have friends. There's one girl specifically, she lives in Alaska, but her best friend that she speaks to on a daily basis lives in Georgia. Um, and I think they've only met once in person. I think I could be wrong, yeah. but once or twice. Um, so yeah, I mean, join a group, join your church groups. Um mm-hmm you know, look for those moms at baseball practice or at school, um, and, and see if those friendships go anywhere. Yeah. It just starts with one tiny little spark that turns into it and burn. You just fan the flame to make it into a fire of a friendship. We were reading something right before we, um, we decided to do this podcast that was really interesting. It, It asked, you know, do we initiate the friendships? Well, Jesus loved us first. Mm. And so I think it's important to not, um, not hold back and be like, well, if they want to be my friend, they'll reach out to me. No, you reach out to them. Yeah. I think that there, I mean, there's probably people listening today that might not have any roots and all they have is branches or all they have is leaves because Mm -hmm. as a busy mom, it's so easy to isolate yourself Yes, or maybe you've moved somewhere recently and you don't have, um, you know, anybody close for close with you anymore, like yeah. nobody there in person with you. Um, again, that's how Jessica <laughs> met some, yes. she had moved here. Um, Jessica's again, we mentioned her earlier. She's on our rooted moms team and she had moved here in 2020, which we all know what 2020 consisted of. Mm-hmm. It was really hard to meet any friends. Um, and so she had found us rooted moms in a magazine and she decided to join a group and now she can't get rid of us. I think that's the craziest thing that she found us in a magazine, but I was also going to say that because she has become, you know, one of my closest friends and like, I can consider her a root because, you know, or she's becoming a root, even though it's just a new friendship. Um, because we're growing together. Mm -hmm. She joined my group and then she quickly became my co-lead. And then she quickly became, um, a member of our organizational team. And, um, yeah, it's just, you just have to take the initiative sometimes. So maybe, like I said, you've just moved somewhere and you're new, 
reach out to the one of the moms in your class and set up a play date that a play date, I feel like is one of the easiest ways where you're not sacrificing time with your children. Um, Another thing that we didn't even mention, um, but as you were talking about Jessica, I was thinking about um, Brenna Mm -hmm. and something that we have done. Brenna is also on our Rooted Moms team and Brenna and I have gotten really close because our husbands get along too. And our kids are about the same age. And so if you have a family that, you know, is in the same season of life, it is so fun to get all of us together. Brenna's husband, Josh, and my husband, Jay, they, you know, talk about deer hunting and yes. um, all that kind of stuff. Well, me and Brenna get to hang out at the dinner yeah. table and our kids are running wild. And then you don't feel like you're sacrificing family time on the weekend. Yeah. You know, like I know for me, my husband works, he goes to work at like five 30 in the morning and in the summer he works until the sun goes down. So those are very long hours and it leaves us minimal family time. And so on the weekends, it doesn't feel like we're taking away from family time when we're getting together with another family all together. Yeah. Um, and I know I have two root friends, um, that our husbands all get along and our children all get along. And we have something called supper club that we try to do once a month where we get together on like a Sunday or a Saturday evening and our kids play and we take turns going to people's houses and we make dinner and we play cards. And it's just such a nice time of fellowship with one another without feeling like you're sacrificing so much. Yeah. So as we wrap up today, uh, Tara, I've loved this conversation. I hope that this has resonated with some of y'all, but will you pray for us as we close out? Yes, I would love to. Lord, just thank you for today. Um, Thank you for all of the friendships that you've placed in my life and Brittany's life and everyone who's listening, um, all of their lives as well. And God, for those women who are wondering who their root friends are, Lord, I just pray that you show them who those friends are. And um, I pray that you also show them who those friends are that they may need to let go of Lord, um, show them the friends that they do need to invest in more, um, that maybe they're the only one showing them the love of you, God. Um, and we just thank you and we love you. Amen. Amen. Um, I just want to plug again that we would love to have you as a part of our community. If you are looking for friendship or to grow in God's word, you can head to our website, www.rootedmoms.com. And we will also have all of the scripture notes, um, all of kind of the key points that we've touched on, as well as links to our website um, in our podcast notes. But I hope everybody has a wonderful day. And again, Tara, thanks for joining me. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining Rooted Moms today. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Rooted Moms provides practical tools, community, and encouragement that help moms become rooted in Christ so that they may thrive in every season of life. Connect with us and learn more at www.rootedmoms.com. See you next time.